they told me I could share some things and I probably will repeat a couple of stories that I shared in the funeral celebration. But uh, what a joy it was to have Tim as a brother. Uh, I was the baby in the family and he was next to me. And uh, we just had a blast growing up together. Uh, Tim come to me one day when he was probably about 10 and I was about six. He said, Jerry, I'm not going to get any more whippings. I thought, well, what you going to do, run away from home or what? Because <laughs> daddy was an equal opportunity whipper. He said, daddy's big and fat and I can outrun him. I said, oh, okay. Well, a little later on that day, Daddy started unbuckling his belt and started toward Tim, and he took off running. He didn't recognize the length of Daddy's legs that Daddy could take one step to Tim's three. And every time Tim's foot hit the ground, Daddy's belt come across him. And Daddy ran him until he stopped and then wore him out. It's amazing Tim loved me like he did because... Tim got on the front porch there after it was over with and he still had the snubs. I come around there and I said, that plan didn't work too good, did it? He said, get on out of here. Daddy was teaching us how to share. How many remembers uh, the name on the wrapper of the ones we got was Refresho, but we called them Cheerios. It was a stick ice cream, vanilla ice cream covered with chocolate. Daddy went to the store and got us all one and just passed it about, and he just decided to pick Tim. He said, Tim, uh, give me a bite of your Cheerio. Tim said, Jerry's a lot littler than me. Get a bite of his. Daddy took his Cheerio and eat all of it in front of him. And I can see Tim jumping up and down crying now. I mean, Daddy licked the stick. <laughs> About two hours later, Daddy went back to the store and bought Tim another one. Come back and said, Tim, can I have a bite? Said, much of it as you want. <laughs> Hallelujah. I told you, I believe about this, that... Uh, in elementary school, I, I would pick fights with guys that were older than me because I enjoyed Tim coming and whipping them. Now, Tim probably wouldn't have done that if he'd have known that I was the one picking the fight. But I was in the first grade and he was in the fifth grade, so I'd pick a fight with about a fourth grader. Tim could beat anybody out there. I'd pick a fight with him, tell him how stupid he was and ugly he was. I was sweet like that in my early days. That guy would get to jumping on me, and I'd say, Tim! And he'd come running. Boy, he had wiped the playground up with him. I did that one day, and, and uh, I said, Tim! Isaac Skipper said, Jerry, the teacher kept him in. <laughs> For some unknown reason, I hit that fella in the fist with my nose several times. So my nose was bleeding and I decided that was a bad idea and I didn't try that anymore. 
one more thing, and I'll probably share some other things along and along. Tim was, you know, at the age, I was at the age that I didn't care much about girls. And I got over that. <laughs> Tim was at the age that he did. And we went on the tractor and to, you know, after we quit having drags to string the back on, to haul the back in, we had these trailers with the stringer rack built on them. I'm talking about, there'd be car tires and stuff like that. So me and Ray and Randy and a guy, that's our twin nephews, that's my age, and a guy named William Hurl. Now we were poor growing up and the Hurls down the road from us, they were poor. So somehow we managed to get up enough money to go get a, get a Pepsi Cola and Tim drove us out there with a tractor and a dra trailer. And uh, we got our Pepsi and, and William didn't get them too often. He was pretty, pretty poor. And uh, Tim, there was this girl out there at the store and she was rather good looking. And Tim wanted to show off in front of, there was her and another girl out there. And he climbed on the tractor backwards and drove it to the house backwards. He was sitting on the hood and made the steering wheel in front of him. And he was just had it in fourth gear, letting her rip. And that made it steer backwards. And all of a sudden it started drifting off the road and Tim jerked it and he jerked it the wrong way because he was sitting backwards. And that tractor hit the ditch and when he did, Tim jumped off and left us with it <laughs> on the trailer. And Ray and Rand and myself, we jumped off. Now William hooked his arm into the back of stringing rack. And it was dangerous. That tractor was going. We was hollering, William, jump! Jump, William, jump, jump, William, jump. Tractor went through a couple of ditches, through a field, back out on the road, finally hit a bank and choked down. We went running to him and said, William, why didn't you jump? He had his thumb over his Pepsi and said, I didn't spill my Pepsi. <laughs> this has not been an easy month because I lost my brother and my buddy. Me and him talked. Lord, I don't know how many times a week. But we talked. I've picked up the phone a couple of times to call him. More than a couple of times. And the Lord will remind me that that's long distance. But I was talking about when Daddy was older and I was in my 20s and just got married. Daddy said, I'd rather be in heaven than be here. I thought, well, now, Daddy, I want to go when I die. But I've just got married yeah, to her. I want me and her to be here a while together. I ain't in getting up the load today. He said, son, there'll come a day when you'll look around and you'll have more over there than you do here. I have reached that day. There's more over there than there is here. As this world gets worse, heaven gets brighter. And every time 
one of my friends or my brother and my buddy goes. I'm reminded of the inspirations old song. I got more to go to heaven for than I did yesterday. Hallelujah. And I'm not going to miss it. I've got my ticket in hand and it's stopped. I was asking the Lord, Lord, what would you have me to say today in the line of a message? And I want you to turn with me to 2 Kings chapter 2, beginning with verse 8. I'll try not to be very long today. Matter of fact, I'll try to do, say to you, what Elizabeth Taylor used to say to her husbands, I will not keep you very long. And Elijah took his mantle and wrapped it together and smote the waters. And they were divided hither and thither so that the two went over on dry ground. And it came to pass when they were going over that Elijah said unto Elisha, Ask what shall I do for thee before I'm taken away from thee? And Elisha said, I pray thee let a double portion of thy spirit be upon me. And he said, Thou hast asked a hard thing. Nevertheless, if thou see me when I am taken from thee, it shall be so unto thee, but if not, it shall not be so. And it came to pass as they still went on and talked that, behold, there appeared a chariot of fire and horses of fire and parted them both asunder. And Elijah went up, into a went up by a whirlwind into heaven. And Elisha saw it and cried, My father, my father, the chariot of Israel, and the horsemen thereof, and he saw him no more. And he took hold of his own clothes and rent them, tore them into two pieces. He said, I don't need this no more. This is not my uniform of the day. I've got a new uniform. So he ripped his own clothes in two pieces. He took up also the mantle of Elijah that fell from him and went back and stood by the bank of the Jordan. And he took the mantle of Elijah that fell from him and he smote the waters and said, Where is the Lord God of Elijah? And when he had also smitten the waters, same thing Elijah did, they parted hither and thither and Elisha went over. Hallelujah. Can I tell you something? I was saying, Lord, what can I say to these people? Lord, what can I say to me? What can I say to my wife? What can I say to Becky? What can I say to the family? And the Lord said, Elijah left Elisha. But the anointing didn't leave. Months ago, my wonderful brother, Tim, left us. But his anointing is still here. He didn't take his anointing with him. He won't need it where he's going and where he is because he's in the very presence of God. But we need it. 
desperately in this world that we live in. This mantle was first introduced in 1 Kings 19.19, and I'm not going to read those verses to you, but Elijah was riding, walking by, and Elisha was plowing. Elisha was a farmer. I can identify with that. Tim and I grew up on a farm. We worked a lot in tobacco. Man, you can stay saved good if you grow up on a tobacco farm. You'll do more praying than the average person, I can tell you that. Out there suckering tobacco numbers of times. Anybody ever in here ever suckered tobacco? I said, God, if you let me get grown, I won't do this no more. I can promise you that. He was good enough to let me get grown and I was good enough to keep my promise and I haven't suckered tobacco anymore. So Elisha was plowing and Elijah passed by him. Didn't say anything to him. Mm. Just King James says, cast his mantle on him. I've got about 40 versions of the Bible and uh, on my computer. And I was just looking to see what they were. I like this one. One of them said, he brushed him with the mantle. He just walked by and brushed him. Glory to God. Didn't say anything. Just brushed him with the mantle. Glory to God. How many of you have been brushed by the mantle? Hallelujah. He brushed him with the mantle. Didn't say nothing. Look what Elisha did. Without him, without Elijah asking him to do anything, he left his oxen and ran after Elijah. Hallelujah. And said, let me pray. Let me, I pray thee, kiss my mother and my father, and then I will follow thee. And he said, Go back again, for what have I done to thee? In other words, I ain't told you to follow me. Just going back to plowing. All he did was brush him. He didn't say, come and go with me. He didn't say, I'm inviting you to join the ministry team. He just brushed him with the anointing. That's what the mantle represents is the anointing. I want to tell you something. If you ever get brushed by the anointing of God, if you ever get brushed by the power of God, it'll make your life different than it's ever been before. And there'll be a call that goes forth on you and anoints you to do something different. Elijah said, go back, man. Well, he did. But boy, he didn't do what they told he would. He returned back from him and he took a yoke of oxen and slew them and boiled their flesh with the instruments of the oxen and gave unto the people and they did eat. Then he arose and went after Elijah, Elijah and ministered unto him. Without being asked, without being called, he was brushed with the mantle. And all he said, said, let me go kiss mom and dad goodbye. I got something else I got to do. He didn't finish the field he was plowing. He didn't finish. Oh, there was somebody unhappy about his call. 
That was that yoke oxen. <laughs> Amen. It's kind of like, how many of y'all remember Art Link letter? Hallelujah. He used to talk to little children on, on, on TV. And, uh, and a lot of times he'd ask them about church. And he, uh, and he was teaching, said a Sunday school teacher was teaching on the prodigal son. And he said to them, he said, when the prodigal son come home, they had a party. And they celebrated. Had a good time. Said, boy, they were just enjoying themselves. Said, but there was one that didn't like the party. There was one that didn't want to go to the party. There was one that didn't want to have any part of the party. He hated the party. Teacher said, any of you boys and girls know who that was? Waiting on the answer of the older brother. Johnny raised his hand and said, the fatted calf. Well, Elijah's oxen didn't appreciate his call to the ministry. Because it said, he slew them. Daddy, don't hear me today. It's been a many a time I wanted to kill that mule. <laughs> I was driving drags with. Aggravating thing would run over to the back and daddy would whip me. I want to do like Elisha, slew him. <laughs> I know the right word, slay him. I want to kill that rascal. Amen. He killed the oxen and boiled their flesh. Well, it's one thing to kill them. It's another thing to eat them. <laughs> boiled their flesh with the instruments. He took the plows and the hames. I'll talk some language some of y'all don't know. The hames. And the single tree. Over in the gun. And the bridle. And he made a fire with it. And he boiled the flesh. And he invited the people to eat. He said, I'm not going to be doing this anymore. I've decided to go. Listen. When you kill the oxen, you've quit farming. Amen. Amen. <laughs> when you break the plows and build a fire with it, you ain't intending to do that no more. Glory to God. Some of us, when we, oh, listen to me now. Look at somebody and say, this is going to get a little bad right here. Hallelujah. My daddy used to say, if you can't say amen, say oh me. Hallelujah. Some people say, I'm going to follow God. But they've got the oxen hitched up over there in case they decide to turn back. Huh? They don't get rid of the plow. They just said, you know, things might not go so good. So I'm, I'm, I'm just going to tie the oxen up. Listen, God's looking for people. They'll say, I'm in it for keeps. I'm ready to go all the way, God. I'm not going to stop. I'm going all the way. So that's what Elisha did. He broke the plows up. He killed the oxen. And guess what else he did? He had a feast. And what he was plowing with, they was eating. Elijah didn't wait on him. Because Elijah didn't call him. How many knows that some people get a call that ain't from God? One fellow said, 
I know I'm called to preach because I saw writing in the sky. Back when they used to sky write with planes. And it said GP. So the Lord said, go preach. <laughs> After hearing him preach one time, the fellow said he didn't. He said, go plow. <laughs> Hallelujah. Good friend of mine, he was very uneducated. But as a great evangelist, he said, fellow come up to him and said, Preacher Bill, Preacher Bill McCall from down in the Berkeley County. He said, Preacher Bill, I'm either called to preach or sing one, and I don't know which it is. Brother Bill said, if, if it's either one, I know which one it is. He said, well, you should tell me. He said, it's to preach. He said, I've heard you sing, and God ain't going to call you to sing. <laughs> the results of that brush with the mantle caused him to kill his oxen, to break up his plow, to quit the farming business, and go running after Elijah. Now I ain't gonna take time to talk about Gilgal and all them places, or, or your food will be done spoiled. But I will say this, every time they got to a place Elijah would say, why don't you stay here? Now, is it that Elijah didn't want him? No, Elijah's testing him to see how much he meant it. He said, won't you stay here? And I'll go. He said, no, I ain't leaving you. I'm going with you. When he got to Jordan, and I skipped all them places, he said, now, won't you stay on this side of Jordan? He said, I'm not going to leave you. He said, well, what is it you want from me? He said, I want a double portion of thy spirit. Elijah said, you've asked a hard thing. But if you're seeing me when I'm taken, you'll be granted it. And over there on the other side of Jordan, all of a sudden, horses and chariots of fire separated them. And a whirlwind took Elijah to heaven. And Elisha saw it. Hallelujah. So therefore he received the double portion of the anointing. Glory to God. I ain't told you my title yet today. Where is the Lord God that Tim Howell served? Mm. He stayed there. And he's on one side of Jordan. And the guy that got him across, gone. Hallelujah. How many know sometimes God will let us get to a place? Huh? You ever been there? That she said, now, I know how I get here, but I sure don't know how I'm going to get back. Glory to God. You know, you run across people in the ministry that, that uh, I call them love challenges. <laughs> now, folks like me and you, we're easy to love. I mean, y'all just lovable like I am. But you run across some people that's a love challenge. First Sunday I was at a particular church going there to pastor. I don't know why she invited Martha and I to lunch, but she did. And the first thing she said when we got in the house before we, she said, I don't want you to stay at this church long enough to wear out your welcome. You know, I had this discerning in my spirit that she is going to be hard to love. 
Back in those days, every two years, we voted for pastor. We had preacher voting, and I got one against me. Wonder who that was. <laughs> Hallelujah. Well, it seems like Elisha is stranded. Because Elijah's gone. Well, I feel the power of God in here. It seemed like I'm on the other side and my ticket that got me across has left me. But something fell when Elijah went to heaven. Hallelujah. There was something he didn't take with him. It was a mantle. And that was the anointing. Glory to God. Oh, I'm on the wrong side of the river. And I don't know about getting across. But he goes walking over to where that thing fell. Hallelujah. He goes walking and he picks it up. Glory to God. He gets that mantle. Hallelujah. I thought about wearing this today, but it's Tim's and there's a reason I won't wear it. Hallelujah. <laughs> he went over and picked it up. And he didn't say, where's Elijah? He didn't say, Where's the guy that got me across? He said, where is the Lord God of Elijah? Oh, hallelujah. Little over a month ago, my brother left. But something come floating down when he left. Oh, glory to God. What was it? A mantle. Many of you might be sitting in here this morning at Gospel Temple saying, we're on the wrong side of the river. And where's Pastor Tim? Man, I trusted him with my life. I trusted him with my ministry. Now he's gone. And I'm on the wrong side of the river. He didn't go with everything. He left something behind. And he challenges us to pick it up. Glory to God. We don't need. Oh yes, I need him. I need Tim every day. To talk to. But spiritually, I ain't got to have him. I don't want this to sound cruel. I'm not dependent on Tim to get me across. Because, oh, glory. <laughs> but the ticket that got him across is the same one I'm going to use. 
You may seem stranded. Gospel temple. Oh, I love that. You may say, what are we going to do? Pastor Tim is gone. But I say to you, don't say what happened to Pastor Tim. I know where he is. Somebody told me the other day and I didn't correct him. I started to. Said to tell me you lost your brother. I started saying, no. I didn't lose something lost. You don't know where it is. You lose a ball. You lose a stick. You lose a bat. You lose a golf club. I didn't lose Tim. I know exactly where he's at. Glory to God. He's in the presence of Almighty God. He's celebrating this morning. He's with his sister and his brothers and daddy and mother. Hallelujah. I know where Tim is. I didn't lose him. Glory to God. I felt stranded. But all of a sudden God said, pick them. Oh, this is from God because I ain't that smart. He said, pick up what I got him to leave. Mm. Pick up what I got him to leave. It'll get you back across. If you want that double portion, pick up what he left behind. Mm -mm. How many of you in this building today was brushed by the mantle of Tim Howell. How many of you in this building today, one day, a man from Ori County, a little bit skinnier than me, passed by and just brushed you with his anointing. And you said, hey, this ox ain't going to do. This plow ain't going to do. I got to get up and follow him. My God. I got to get up and go with him. I, I, I'll follow. How many of you in this building this morning got brushed by the anointing that was on Tim's life and you decided, I'm going to follow that man. Not, not him as a human being, but the anointing on his life. Look at me and wave at me if you felt that. Glory to God. Hallelujah. I want to tell you something. He didn't, leave, he didn't leave without leaving his anointing. And I've got news for you today. The anointing is still here. What now? What are you going to do, Gospel Temple? Because you followed the anointing and not the man. You got to be careful that you didn't follow just the man. Follow the anointing and not the man. Glory. I said follow the anointing. And not the man. Glory. Hallelujah. Praise God in Jesus' name. And I will get you across the other side. See, Tim's coat is a symbol of his mantle. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Woo. That feels good. Come here, brother. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Just stand there a minute. Glory to God. Oh, I'm brushing you with that anointing. Glory to God. Feels good, doesn't it? 
Glory to God. Hallelujah. Melanie, even if you have to bring the baby, come up here, baby. Glory to God. He's there. Come here. Glory to God. You know how much your daddy loves you? You know how much your Uncle Jerry loves you? Who tied up a son to the book of you? What are the under the back of you? Oh, glory to God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Oh, the anointing is brushing you. The anointing is brushing you. Glory to God. And it'll never leave you alone. Hallelujah. Becky, it's brushing you. It's there. Because I've prayed over this. When you get home, I want you to wrap this up on you. Glory to God. God's going to get you to the other side. I want the elders to come at this time right now. I want all the elders to come right now at this time. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. In Jesus' name. Glory to God. Oh, I feel the anointing. Glory to God. Just kind of stand in the line right there. Glory to God. Is this all I'm sharing right now? Amen. All the elders in the buildings. Okay, they're coming. Hallelujah. All the elders that's here, I want you to come. God told me what to do with this today. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Praise God in the name of Jesus. Glory to God. Amen. I'm not going to wait. If he comes home, we'll get him. Praise God. Uh -uh. Oh, hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. Tim's anointing brushed you, didn't it? Hallelujah. Aren't you glad he didn't take it with him? Thank you, Lord. <laughs> Ooh, glory to God. Glory to God. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. Glory to God. Glory to God. Oh, hallelujah. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Glory to God, hallelujah. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Glory to God. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Oh, hallelujah. Here comes Brother Greg. Aren't you the one glad that the one at the eleventh hour gets the same pay? Hallelujah. This is the mantle of the anointing. Turn around. It's Tim's coat. It'll even heal you that old Clemson thing you got on. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. We praise you, God, that your anointing is doing it. Your anointing is doing it. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Hallelujah. I want the ones that are pastors, youth pastor and children's pastor, those of you that are some type pastor, to join us up here, please. Come on, please. God told me to do this. Didn't the anointing brush your brother?
face the audience, please. Glory to God. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We praise you, God, that the anointing is brushing. We're going to kill the ox and have a party. We're going out the farming business. We're quitting fishing for fish and fishing for men. Glory to God. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Glory to God. In the name of Jesus. Glory to God. Praise you, God. Praise you, God. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name.